0: Welcome back to the Dilead Dad podcast. Here on episode number twenty-four, and as always, always a joy um, to welcome to the podcast my dad, Karasone, aka Papa Ram. Dad, holy smokes, welcome! <laughs> welcome.
1: <laughs> what a week! <laughs>
0: what a week!
1: <laughs> what a week! And uh, we have to um, well welcome you, of course, and thank you for listening today to this. Um, episode uh, podcast number 24 dos docenas okay it's a two dozen today and um, because of everything that we have transpired we honestly we had to delay the podcast from Monday all the way down to Friday so um, we're here and there's a lot of things that has transpired a lot of things have changed our world once again and uh, we're going to uh, dig in into something very powerful that is going to hopefully enlighten us and probably and, and it is my hope that it might be some helpful on being able to um, you know uh, face God and be able to You know, it's time to ask God for everything.
0: For everything, exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's just the approach that we're going to take here on, uh, I know it's Luna's Appa, but we're going to take a a, a twist on the term Appa and really kind of lean more into Appa, the Father. Uh, You know? Yes. God the Father, Mm -hmm. and and I I really like um, that approach. Uh, And also, uh, at least recently, I I started, we just started not too long ago, the renewal consecration in St. Joseph. And he too is very well very much our spiritual father as well and so we get to talk about that later on but nonetheless um, it is it's been a crazy week I think it's just best to address it before we move forward you know we've all been through this especially if you're in Texas and you're especially South Texas and you are um, in the area where we we are uh, we've experienced a heavy winter like Perhaps we hadn't experienced in a while, if not ever, the way things turned out. Um, and so this is very foreign to us. Very, you know, normally we have our two hours of winter and that's it. But here it was it was more than two hours.
1: It was a week.
0: <laughs> it was a week. Now, for those of you who are like you know, upstate, you, you, know, you live in the upstate, this is kind of common for you. Realize this is not coming for us. So it was a big deal. And I think what made it worse is, is we were watching the, the kind of like the weather for the week or the month. Um, that the difference is not so much that the weather itself is just the complications that it brought from the loss of energy, the loss of water the loss of light and that, that went out for days to many many families and I think that's where that's where the concentration was that's where the there's the, um, a word I'm looking for the sense of urgency if you will right. was emphasized right. this is not your typical you know, winter storm
1: Yes, and of course um, I feel for everybody and it's not just a a common phrase or sentiment. It is a a true reality because a lot of families actually had a rough time. A lot of families uh, came to experience um, the actual coldness of the weather uh, within the very own home within their very own place. And and some of them just couldn't bear it. And and thanks to family and friends, they were able to move to other locations where there was light, there was water, there was heat. And um, that was a story for many, many people. And um, it's something that Texas, you know, it's a learning experience. Um, You know, um, we live in a world that automatically We want certain entitlement um, because we pay taxes because, you know, it's my right and all these things. And and I understand that. I understand that within society. But when it comes to the love of God and understanding that love, hey, if Jesus was able to be born in a stable and humble himself being the son of God and coming here for the mission of us who are totally guilty of the 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 horrors of sin and the consequences of sin. And here, here's this baby who is pure and innocent and remains innocent because he's the son of God. And yet he takes over of all this corruption, all this, you know, pointing fingers and being unjust and all these things have transpired. And we lose focus on that because part of our selfishness Arises and says, "We shouldn't go through this, really." You know, imagine if Jesus had that that, that type of attitude, mm-hmm. it would be a different faith. Yeah. It would be a different Christianism, you know, altogether.
0: Would so, it even be a faith? I think. That'd be yeah,
1: pretty much. So, uh, it, it's a learning experience. Um, you know, uh, I teach to our parents that many times when we use the word suffering. Um, we see it as something not good Um, others see it as bad yet I've always remind them that uh, suffering is one of the elements of love and that is the reality of things okay and why does God do it this way well (laughs) look what we did to God Mm -hmm. look at what we did to Jesus Mm, because of our our disobedience because of our, our ways, our own selfishness, you know, he had to obey his father and and go through what he did, and how soon you know we forget, and this this uh, you know uh, week that we had a lot of different different experiences that we we didn't have the certain privileges that we seem to almost take for granted. Um, now it became a a stronger issue. It's like one thing on top of another. And this continuing uh, attitude about 2020 being, you know, the year that that it was, it was a perfect vision year. And now in 2021, you know, it's starting this way on having different things as, you know, what happened on January the 6th. In, in Washington DC uh, on through all the complexity of uh, each side voicing out and, and bringing out their you know um, best best thoughts or best wishes or bringing up uh, their own choices of things you know Jesus was never mentioned and, and God was never mentioned and I think that um, this particular experience for Texas was was a unique one and um, we have to look into um, the real essence of it, and not so much because you feel entitled or privileged, but you know, rather to understand, you know, I had never gone through this before. That's right. So what have we learned from this moment? What have we experienced living our moment, living our present um, as we went through? We so desired what we used to have before and what we wanted to have in the future, yet throughout this time, we failed. Well, I, I I myself at one point and another, I did fail on living my present, on living my moment. And that's when I really had more of an anguish. This is when I really had more of a loss of peace, um, lost of control, not being able to be focusing on exactly what should I be doing next right now. And and I think that uh, it, it is a wonderful opportunity for us to you know look into what we had just experienced and what we're experiencing right now. <clears throat> because a lot of people are going to difficult times. There's a lot of people that still haven't recovered. Um, some of us, you know, we've have been blessed. Others, we've been blessed more by sacrificing a little bit more.
0: And I think it's fitting um, when you talk about the, this notion of kind uh, of, and we're tossing this word entitlement. And it was interesting how, praise God, that we get to be in a time that we just this week we just started Lent, and off the bat on day two of the gospel. Uh, of Lent, in the Gospels, Jesus is really clear to the point. If you wish to be with me, then take up your cross. And that means that the the, the cross, again, is the essence of suffering. It is, you know, we say how God is love, and he is, he is love. But then we see the cross, and we look at the suffering that He endured. When we get to experience those things, we get to understand and realize why this same love was nailed to a cross and I was thinking about it because um, we would you know one thing that I do that I have done I have been doing and it confirmed it these last couple of days um, again you talk about this entitlement and you talk about how there's people who just don't have these privileges naturally with or without the weather with or without you know the time frame that one of the things that I've been doing is 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 taking these cold showers and it's not a way to say like hey look what i'm doing this is no but what i've learned to do what i have started to actually really and heavily now again because of the weather to really feel the coldness of this and to really and in my mind and while I'm, I'm, i'm i'm feeling the cold water i'm literally thinking to myself and there's people who live this way right and there's people who they don't have that option to we're just gonna wait until the company turns on the heat or we're gonna wait till um the light comes back or we're gonna wait till um the cold kind of just leaves that's that's it that is their way of showering you know what i mean and so i was thinking about these things especially now since it's been a bit more piercing cold uh these last couple of days and i can't help but think of those two things and one of the things well, one of one of two things um and again it's not so much look what i'm doing but rather for me it's like my own reality check like, there's people that are truly, sincerely suffering, and I I actually have it better than them. But me doing this, at least in some levels, allowed me to experience a little bit of that. And I know we're gonna have a chance to talk, talk about more of the cross later on in the episode, but one of the things that I wanna share is that not only am I always thinking about these things, um, about the people who actually don't have hot water to shower, and we're talking about families. That means from parents to grandparents to just to even the kids you know um, the other thing that I think about is that and it always comes to my mind is the story and I'm not sure you're familiar with it the story of the 40 martyrs uh, that were martyred and killed at in the lake that became ice um, kind of just stripped completely and they were all huddled in this um, lake that has become ice against like up in the northern areas and this is in the early church and so there was Around them were a circle of Roman soldiers with tubs with hot water and obviously with flames around and whatnot like as a temptation. So at one point one of the one of the men couldn't take it anymore and he runs off and keep in mind they're completely like stripped of their clothing. So he runs off and he jumps into the pool But because of that the exchange in temperatures, he dies on the spot and instead of 40 they were 39 and then one of the soldiers saw that, and he saw the willingness that they were willing to suffer for Jesus. He, this soldier, again, gets stripped of everything, him, him in his own power, and he walks over to the to the men who are huddled there and completes the 40. And as the night goes on, they all eventually die, giving up their life for Jesus. And that comes to my mind because again, just the coldness of that story, the ice, the cold weather, temperatures and whatnot. And so those, those are the things that I think about. One, to remind me that I'm not entitled to these things, even though I have these things, and I can easily just switch the hot water if I wanted to. And yet, it's a reminder for me that I'm called to take take up my cross. And if I can offer this cross for someone, or some families, or families that are going through this, you know, I think for me, it was one of those things where um, I really thank God that I'm able to do this not, again, not in a prideful way, but in a way that I get to at least be one with him in that moment, just as Christ was one with us in the moments of his suffering, which is why when it comes to suffering, and I think we're going to talk about that in a bit, this redemptive suffering.
1: Right. Well, you know, on on, on that, um, that explanation of, of what you just mentioned about the 40 and your own personal... Uh, moments of the cold showers that cold shower oh you live your present
0: very much so
1: (laughs) you live your present you live your moment because you're very conscious of it It, it, it's there and even having that freedom or that uh, opportunity that willingness that you can just reach out and turn on the hot water uh, that self-control that self-discipline is basically what you know God has always been asking from man because we were born with that weakness okay we were born to you know feel comfortable yeah we were born to you know um, let's get it my way Let, let's make it easy and there's inclinations to where um you know, I remember a good friend of mine that would say, better you than me, uh, type of mentality. And, and many times we need to <clears throat> understand that the love of God is, is a tremendous gift that is given to us, that is ours because God wishes it that way. And, and I think that um, if those of you who remember Touched by an Angel, in all the episodes That was the number one thing that the angels in in, in the episodes were trying to convey to the people to understand that God is loving and God is always with you. No matter how we feel or think differently on the outcome or what they're going through, the reality was that the number one message is that God loves you and is with you. And we many times, again, we feel privileged that if if God is with me, I should not have anything. No pain, no no as a matter of fact, a perfect world. And and it's and it's kind of misleading <clears throat> because that's our human weakness. That's our human limitation. It's not it's not really all that. There's more to it. You know, people say that why all this war? Why the God sent this climate, you know, this winter storm over to Texas. It kind of, you know, it, it made history—the first time that we experienced something like this. Well, the other question would be, why not?
0: Like, what makes us so special to not endure this?
1: Right. Yeah. Okay. And and that's where we fail to see the authentic question to um, understanding: How do I? accept? How do I see? How do I embrace God's love in my life? Okay, so I bring it to the point when you're in the shower with a with a cold water. That's one way of embracing because you have the opportunity to turn on the, the hot water. Now, <clears throat> all the saints that we have read about and we have learned from, they shared joy in being able to give up something of themselves and that's the returning of love for God.
0: And it usually came in the form of suffering you noticed?
1: Well, it it, it, it kind of uh, counteracts the human element, mm-hmm. the human factor. And, and I think that's the great battle between you know each, each one of us in, in, in trying to understand that you know God is love and God loves you, God is with you. We Again, we're good, and we said it in, in a couple of other episodes or, or podcasts, we tend to put human abilities or disabilities, uh, human potentials or limitations to God. You know, and, and we see God that way. And in a way, we're not seeing His love. We're seeing ours in His. It's supposed to be the other way around. Okay. So many times, you know, when, when we ask God, we ask God for things that we seem to feel that we're lacking, um, such as, you know, in parents, in, in, in parenthood world, <laughs> um, how often do you hear that as a parent, they say, Oh, I, God needs to bless me with more patience. I need to ask God for more patience. And, you know, I tell the parents, don't do that. Okay? Be
0: careful what you wish Yeah,
1: don't do that. You're not being specific. Okay. So what is God going to do? Okay. You, you want to practice patience? So he allows things to happen for you to practice the patience. And what do people say? Again, going back to the limitation of humanity, <clears throat> I ask God for this and look at the way he sends me. And we don't see the love of how to strengthen what we're asking for.
0: And it's weird how, in the midst of saying that, and it's kind of weird how, look, look at what he sends me. Yeah. I'm glad they recognize he's there. He's sending something. Like that's, and I think that's one of the things where people people fail to see God's love in the midst of these things, that they clearly recognize in their minds. Look what he sends me. Yeah. I don't know about I don't know about them. I think. Praise God that they can recognize, first of all, that He can send these things, even if it's not what we would like, but an opportunity to grow.
1: Well, I think that comes directly from Him. Because remember, each one of our souls have been created by God. So we come from Him. We come from His source of life, source of being, source of love. So at least that is recognizable. Now, the other sense is what you're we born with, right? But in, in, in pretty much battling or challenging ourselves between our human world and our spiritual world, um, right now, since we're alive, they're, they're together. Yeah. And, and we need to feed both, okay? And it seems that we tend to feed more the human aspect rather than the spiritual aspect. And we even ask God to teach me how to do this. Well, I think that the very practical thing that we can do either through the human or the spiritual life is live your present. Live your moment. And many times, again, we ask God for things that we kind of recognize that we need help in, that we are lacking of. And we ask God for those things, and you know, I, there, there's a priest. I believe his name is Father Mark. Uh, uh, Toops. Um, let's see. It's T O U P. U P S. Yes. Toops. Toops. Okay. Yeah. Um, he he's one that uh, during the season of, of Lent. He comes out on, on on YouTube. There, there's a little uh, segment that he he's big on on, on Lent. He, that was his favorite thing, and and he's a pastor of a, of a parish. And you know, I uh, lately in preparation for this Lent, I was looking at him because every year, I kind of uh, tapping into what, you know, what year, what is he going to do this year? Yeah. And, and one of the things that he he threw out this year, and I said, man, that makes a lot of sense. When we ask God you know we ask God for very little at least only what we think that we're lacking and we really don't even know ourselves that much yeah okay to say no I only need this really (laughs) let me tell you let me tell you let me talk to you (laughs) about this so what happens is that however God he doesn't ask you for a little bit of you he asks for all of you so the notion when Father says, Father Mark says, uh, ask God for everything. Don't limit yourself on what you think you're lacking or what you need, or what you want. Ask God for everything. And, in, and to me, it made sense because, well, that's what God does to us. He asks us for everything. Ask Him for everything. okay? And the word ask, to me, is a favorite word. Okay. Oh, yeah. Very particular. I know okay? what you're going. Yeah. Because my favorite scripture verse is Matthew seven seven, and it's also my favorite drink. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. So uh, there. there okay, to make that. It, that there's so a combination
1: <laughs> into that. Those of you uh, who have learned scripture. Um, or at least know the gospel of St. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, it's very simple. It, it reads, <clears throat> Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. See, that's that's Matthew 7, 7. Okay? And when I said about the drink, a 7, 7 is Seagram 7 with 7 up. Okay? So, there you go.
0: <laughs> Watson, tried at home later
1: today. <laughs> so, it, it, it's important that we realize that this particular um, verse to me is it, very meaningful. And of course, it has the seven. Yeah. You know, so okay. when your mom and I, the seven was pretty much uh, in God's language the perfect, the, number. the perfect number. Okay. So, it was a perfect number for us as well. And there's a lot of seven involved in our lives. And, and we've shared this before. So when it comes to Matthew 7, 7, the first word that starts is ask. So ask for everything from the Lord, ask God for everything. Okay. Not just part of what you need. Now, even the word ask, okay, A-S-K. I mentioned that in this uh, particular gospel verse you know Matthew 7 7 you know it said ask it starts with that word but that those three letters the A is for ask the S is for seek and the K is for knock. so the word ask embodies the entire verse itself okay and if we look closely into it there, there isn't a possibility, or it might, or hopefully, you know, it, it, it throws it to you that ask and it will be given to you. Okay? That is the type of, of, of moments that we've got to live every day. When we are living our moment, that means that our present time before us, okay, it's given to us. Okay? So ask what must i do and how to do it this way right now because when we focus on that we focus on the here and now two very important elements the here is the location and the now is the time so that's how you ask for things here and now this is how you live your moment or your present here and now okay when we do that We are pretty much living in God's heartbeat. That is awesome. Okay? Because we can listen to the Lord. We can live within the Lord. And the Lord lives with us. So on that episode about touched by an angel, the angels always say, God loves you. And God is always with you. This is how you find out. And for those that say, no, Dios no me habla. God doesn't talk to me. God even mm-hmm. knows that I exist. Well, there's a lot of people like that. And you know what? Those are the people that don't know how to live their present. Don't know how to live your moment. Oh, they want something, again, being privileged. They want something extraordinary. Okay? They want a miracle, and they want to make it feel like such. And it doesn't work that way. If you want to feel, then understand God's love. Oh, you'll feel that. Okay. So, once we understand about asking God, and it will be given to us, because it's already given to us, and we, we are living our here and now, what happens is that when we seek, when we look for, we will find. It's guaranteed. Okay, and when the opportunity comes that it says knock and it will be open to you, you have to take action. You got to do something, you can't just live, watch, be a spectator um, of what's going on before you. You got to be involved in that here and now. And um, one of the things that um, again Father Mark uh, brought up was that most of us one of the things that kind of throw us off is fear you know fear and more than just um, according to him father mark more than conquering fear with courage it has to be trust okay because many times we ourselves we know we understand and when those two come across you have wisdom So, in order for us to have that wisdom, we need to understand and we need to know. And when those three things, those three elements happen, then you trust because that wisdom has the understanding and knowledge to be able to know what to do. Which is the next right thing. Which is the the Spirit of God in the here and now and learning how to ask. Okay, because it's going to embody all of those things. And and, and for us it, it's important to understand that because in the following verse of Matthew uh, chapter seven verse eight it reads for everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be open. So again there's a Reconfirmation, and I say reconfirmation. I'm not saying it's a confirmation; that's no, a reconfirmation, because a confirmation is known right there in ask, okay? And the the verse eight is reconfirming that. And many times ourselves we need to reconfirm things. Yeah.
0: No, I, I was just I was gonna say we forget whenever we read um, or when we quote scripture. A lot of times we forget who is the one actually speaking to us. Yeah. But then here it's no, no, no. It's like legit Jesus. is actually saying these things to us. Like Jesus is the one telling us. Who's the God of the universe? Who mm-hmm. can grant your prayers? Who can, you know, who has been with you? Who has uh, listened to you? And who will not leave you? He's asking you. He's telling you to ask. Like he's inviting us. No, no, no do this. Like ask, and you'll receive. Do seek, and if you do, you'll find me. I promise. And if you knock, uh, so I love that picture of the of Jesus knocking on the door. Right. Um, but it is. I think a lot of times we fail to recognize who is the one really speaking through that scripture verse. And here it is not just because it's, it is the word of God, literally, God is speaking to us. But here Jesus is explicitly speaking to us and saying to us to ask.
1: You know, I remember um, when we were having the retreats for confirmation and uh, we were privileged to um, being invited to attend um, parishes outside of Laredo and I remember a retreat uh, that under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit Father was present and we brought everybody to the uh, to the um, to the altar uh, to the sanctuary and we got them close to the tabernacle and as a family, we were asking them to um, do something, do something special. Um, and one of the things that um, we were asking for them to do was um, we, were, we wanted to knock on the door, okay, of the tabernacle, okay? Just as Jesus is knocking on the door of that picture that you were sharing, and that represents Our heart, our soul, that Jesus is knocking on our door. Uh, And He wants for us to open because we need to take that action. Well, I remember, and I believe you were present, uh, you were singing some songs just like your mom would do before. Um, And each one of them, either mom or dad, they were the ones that had to come up to the tabernacle and make three knocks, okay, to the tabernacle door. We asked permission from Father, and He says, Well, Yes, because it's a it's a it's a moment of, of prayer. It is a moment of adoration. It's a moment that knocking, man, they did it open the doors of the heart and souls of everybody there as a family, because we had the parents, we had the candidate, and we had the sponsor, and everybody became so emotional because they actually felt that Jesus actually opened the door, and and they would say, I felt him. You know, I felt his embrace. I, some of them, you know, I remember one of the uh, madrinas saying, vi su sonrisa, I saw his, his smile. And she was all tearing up. And, and this particular moments are, are, are beautiful because, you know, God is what really wants to make sure that his love is understood. Okay. And when we live that moment, when we actually are focused on what's happening in the here and now, it's incredible how God takes over.
0: Yeah. And okay. I, I think it's one of the things where we we have all these um, experiences at our disposal if we just seek them out. Yeah. And many times we fail to recognize the here and now because we we're anxious about an unforeseeable future, or a um, um, we're or, or just caught up in a the past, there's a word for it that I actually was putting up here an unforeseeable future and an unchangeable past, and we tend to lose focus of this moment. And one of the things that I think is an invitation to everybody is to everyone is really allow. Allowing God to enter into our lives, If we, I, I wish we we can see how much He desires that moment with us. All moments with us, but again, I, I'm feeding, feeding this off of just, we're going through this um, the Bible in a year, mm-hmm. podcast with Father Mike, and again, we hear the stories of the Bible but in a very really different version. But when you see him verbatim and you're not just at least for me the way i'm doing this is i'm listening to the words of scripture but i'm following along and then i'm breaking it down like how much god puts effort in wooing us to him like really desiring us to be with him and that he he wants that he, he initiates that love if we only knew
1: mm-hmm. and 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 throughout the rich history of the old testament through the presence of the prophets you know they were all messengers. they were all given the, the gift of prophecy to have the people understand this true love of God for us. And even Jesus in the gospels he used that particular uh, parable where um, you know the the owner of of, of, the, of the land, uh, was he entrusted to to someone, to a group of people and they he left them be for a couple of years so when the first came over to um, kind of collect and, and take it back to his owner uh, they beat him up and send him back empty you know, that's the same thing that happened with the prophets and he goes on to say that parable that then finally the owner said, I'm going to send my son my only son to him they'll listen to and that's exactly what happened after the prophets jesus is sent in obedience to his father to come and do this and look what happened because back in the parable they say this is it this is the one that is going to become the new owner so if we kill them then we'll stay with everything okay really not knowing what they were saying and or even understanding what they're saying. Yeah. So the same thing has happened with Jesus. And we have not seen, okay, that love of God there and that God was among us and continues to be with us. So in living our present, there's a lot of things that we can do, but we have to avoid the past and the present to live the moment. The past and the future. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. I, we have to, we have to um, live our present by not turning to my left and looking everything about the past. Especially the things that I miss from the past. Because in doing so, I just, I messed up my present. Okay. And I can't turn to my right and look at the future and start worrying what's going to happen next week. What's going to happen next month okay what's gonna happen tomorrow because in doing that I, i again i just messed up and i did not see i did not act on my present i did not live my present did not live my moment so we have to be careful with the past and the future because our thoughts and our like i said know understand have the wisdom to live your present and and one of the things that distracts us from the left, which is the past, and also from the right, which is the future, is that we need to avoid the worry, okay? How many of us, because we were not comfortable and we did not have light, you know, we were uncomfortable, we did not have light, the darkness kicked in, especially at night, and those of us who had candles, did we have enough candles? okay and then of course now there's a worry that makes sure that that candle doesn't fall or anything falls on top of it because we don't want a a fire to begin so there was another worry on top of the worry okay and you know it's so easy for us to get you know cut up with all these things so the worrying many times is, is an element that takes away from living your present living your moment and we need to really find ourselves in in, in such a way to learn how to avoid that and again the here and now is very powerful your your place and time it is what you always have to be focused on okay now keep in mind that the past is the past okay but the present helps us for now but it also helps us the future. Okay. The past can really help us for the future. Mm -hmm. Unless the present takes something out from the past, makes it good now, so it can better for tomorrow.
0: Or if you're living in the present back then.
1: Then too. Yeah. Yeah. That too. So for, for us it's very important to understand that to live in the present, it is something that we need to ask God for. And ask God for everything
0: that's that's the big invitation to ask god for everything because again he he is asking for everything yes i think it's it's fair and i think one i can't remember who it was where uh, who told me that when you ask god these things go big now that does not mean god make me a millionaire that does not mean that you know but what it does mean is go give them yourself completely and I think that's where the give him everything comes into place. Um, and they can follow and echo uh, the obedience about taking up that cross and following him. Because it is through the cross that we were given everything.
1: No, no, and, and keep in mind that the cross, it is embraced. Yes. Okay. Any movie that you've seen about Jesus, okay, any movie you see Jesus not just carrying the cross, he's embracing the cross, okay? And he even uses the cross to get on his feet. I remember when, um, in my younger years, and I would portray the person of Jesus, that was one thing that I wanted to always, um, especially on the third fall, Yeah. okay? kneeling down i would kind of pick up and i would ask one of the soldiers to help me and they will help me put the cross up and i would climb using the cross to get on my feet i wanted the people to see that because then when we would have meetings or i will use that example you know because that's exactly what jesus has taught us about leaving our present that at the present moment, even with that cross that you're carrying, even with that pain that you're suffering, even with that moment that perhaps you're going through because you lost a loved one, like I've lost my wife Raquel, we use that same cross to get up. Even in the pain of something that has not gone right in your life, in that emptiness or perhaps that pain or perhaps that hurt, Use that same hurt, use that same pain, use that same emptiness, that cross, to get up, Because that's the way Jesus taught us. Now, that same cross raised Jesus. Think about that. That same cross raised Jesus for his final moments. Okay, in living his present in living his moment, he actually starts by saying something that is the fundamental of love. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. That forgiveness element is what we need to come to understand, but it has to be done only by accepting and understanding and feeling love of God so here we have the Son of God okay praying for you and for me excusing us you know the first time here the first Jesus dying on the cross it was our ignorance that brought salvation it's not gonna happen again you gotta know yeah okay Because now, just as, you know, St. Augustine says that, you know, God did not need you to create you. But He cannot save you without you. Mm -hmm. You got to know. Yeah. Okay? You got to know you're here and now.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay? Because on that moment, it's extremely important that we realize that we are His. Okay? He has created us, and we have the inclination of going back to Him. Okay, Just like in catechism, you know, when they, they would ask, um, Where is God? God is everywhere. Okay, Remember that? Well, then the big question, How many of you want to go to heaven? Me, 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 me. How many of you want to go to hell? Oh, nobody wants to go to hell. Because there's that inclination that we've been created in heaven, and we need to go back home. Mm-hmm. But in order to do that, you got to live what you're doing right now. You're here and now, which is your present, your moment. And and I had to stress this a lot because there's a lot of things that we are distracted from, and um, there's there's tons that we can um, unwrap to be able to see how can I live my present. And the best way is I already mentioned, you know, try not to worry about the past and the future. But as as we are living our present, our moment, we need to be fully in touch with what's happening in front of us. Mm -hmm. Not pretend, okay? Um, Not try to act on things, but actually live them. That's why I've been using the phrase, live your present, live your moment.
0: That's going to be one of the things that, in doing so, we have to have that that fighting virtue of hope that engages and embraces all of the realities as it comes to us. And look how Father Mike put it not so long ago. Don't run from your problems. But return to God. Use this time to return. Use this time to engage these problems. Embrace these things. Uh, Especially now during the Lenten season. To return to God One, by asking for everything. But then second, by giving everything. And in doing so, you'll live in the present moment. Like they say, the sacrament of the present moment. Where you can, I know we mentioned this in another podcast where it is really staying in tune with God by three things. By asking, which we heavily talked about today. By offering and by accepting. And asking the Lord to simply, to... um, To ask for you to be attentive to Him as He is always attentive to you. That is, He asks. In offering, whatever it is that you're doing in the present moment, you offer that thing. It doesn't have to be a big thing. You offer that thing. And you accept whatever it is that the Lord wishes to um, allow. And in doing so, that asking is that sacrament because you're one with God. It is an offering that it becomes... A sacrifice and that is an accepting that it comes complete surrender to
1: the will of God and, and using those same three things they align with ask because the first one is there within ask the second one when it comes to the offer you have to look okay you have to seek you have to understand how to right and when it comes to the knock um, an acceptance when you open the door ah, hello okay it's there okay so when we ourselves we want to really fulfill return this love to God if we were to return the love of God the way we receive it man will be holy okay there will be jubilee remember jubilee is the very top down to it that's joy And under joy, that is happiness. Another word for happiness is holy. And it starts there. Okay. So for us to really experience God's love is for us to start returning little by little of what we can do. Okay. And through the three things that you just mentioned, through the three things that are discovered here in Matthew 7, 7. We need to make sure that we give our best to God. So in giving our best to God. Ask Him for everything.
0: That's gonna be the invitation. Ask God for everything. And one of the things that we invite you to also is to not be afraid. That's a big one. To not be afraid of, again, an unchangeable past or an unforeseeable future. Um, Yet in the midst of those two things, when it comes to the past, when it comes to the future, can you just share with them real quick when it comes to the words, the past, the present, the future, and even the moment, what yeah. all those have in common?
1: When we write out the words past, present, future, that's, that's how we live. it. It's past on the left in front of me is the present and to my right is the future. If you look, what is a common consonant that is very outstanding is the T and that T Stands for the cross. That means Jesus is in the past, Jesus is in the present, and Jesus is in the future. And we talked about the present being the moment. Hello? The moment has the same T. Okay? So when we, we have all these three, four T's now, okay, God is in everything. Okay? And that's why when uh, Pope John Paul II, we we're preparing for the year 2000. Okay. Um, for three years before that we talked about Jesus in the yesterday Jesus in the today and Jesus in the tomorrow well the same thing goes there okay yesterday has a T today starts with a T tomorrow starts with a T so again Jesus is in all three okay and for the yesterday The first three letters before the T is yes. You, yes, you accept everything and you either, if it was hurtful, if it was sorrowful, if it was joyful, if it was the best time ever, say yes, I accept that. I live that, okay? And when it comes to the today, I start with Christ. I start with Jesus. And that's the way you gotta start tomorrow without tea in tomorrow, without Jesus in tomorrow. And when we're conscious of that, we start understanding the power of love that God has for us. And within that same power of love, we start responding, even to this, wanna call it crisis, wanna call it uh, once in a lifetime experience, because not only did we have this winter storm here in Laredo or in Texas, we also have and still dealing with the pandemic mm-hmm. okay so we're people say God is I don't know that he's punishing us <laughs> no he's not okay he's giving you the opportunity to wake up don't feel entitled I
0: think the question is why not us
1: yeah why not and that's pretty much the the realm the yeah. the essence of your mom when she put together sin merecerlo Okay. And at the beginning, it, it, it kind of, you know, sounds kind of, you know, cocky or considered. Uh, but yet the essence was there. Por no? Yo. O sea, why not me? And it, it's, it's beautiful when you embrace the love of God because it multiplies mm-hmm. beyond your wildest experience and thoughts or imagination. Okay. so let God be God in your life ask God for everything okay don't hold back eh? he's asking for you from everything you ask him for everything in Chile okay <laughs> but live it okay. live your moment live your present all right through the ask and when that fear that we we're talking about you know kicks in you you have this the, the, the CT okay the courage and the trust To be able to defend it that way
0: which for those of you who can't see it's your left hook and your right hook to (laughs) knock out that fear um i think it's really awesome just to be able to have that reassurance especially i think now um after this week of um uncertainty or maybe this week of um a new experience of feeling so small Mm -hmm. you know vulnerable vulnerable there you go there you go so vulnerable and i think it's a good thing that we were able to go through that because at least you know what at least in this moment i'm pretty sure when jesus was born i don't think it was that hot yeah (laughs) it was pretty cold and so one of the things that again just going back to how my approach is is when it comes to these sufferings or these moments of trial at least i get to be this much closer to how jesus and i get to share in that suffering with jesus And that there's nothing, there's no suffering that we can ever endure, that He does not endure with us. And so, that is the invitation. And I know we're pondering on this notion of suffering, but also the joys. There's no joy that we experience that He does not actually experience with us. And so again, Christ is with us yesterday, today, and always. And in the midst of our joys, in the midst of our sufferings, He is actually there with us, carrying us through and again we cannot blame God because he showed us how to suffer he showed us how to suffer
1: because that is the element
0: of love so he showed us how to love there's a reason why this love is now to a cross and so again that is our invitation to you we hope that for those of you who have actually been affected um, that you are recovering that everything is getting back on um you're restoring to um you know, water, the light, uh, internet, <laughs> um, whatever the case is. But we pray that those of you who have been affected, that we, we, we're in this together. We, we all experience this together and we're gonna bounce back together. And so that is our hope, that is our prayer. Know that you guys are in our prayers. Uh, and we ask you to continue to pray for us as well. Um, and so, one last thing.
1: I'll use the L, okay? From the past, learn. From the present, live. And for the tomorrow, lead. So that we can all be able to be in the same heartbeat of God the Father through His Son. And let the Holy Spirit strengthen you to what you're going through. It will be better.